Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another new episode of the Define University podcast. How are we doing? It has been a week since the last episode. We did kind of those back-to-back episodes on resiliency and doubt. And this week, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a different angle, although not too different, um, and just kind of do some reflecting, some some on it, honestly, in the moment, on the spot reflection with you. And I my goal is that I want to walk through this process with you because I hear and I see a lot of people say they reflect and they use reflection, and but I, I think we can go deeper. I know we can go deeper. See, I see a lot of what I'm going to call surface level reflecting, which means we think about what happened yesterday, we think about last week, you know, we make a goal for tomorrow or the next day. And that is, if that is where you are at, hear me loud and clear right now, that is absolutely okay. But I am, I always believe that I deserve, you deserve to be more than okay. I always, I'm always aiming up. It always gets better from here. And so when I think about how I used to reflect, it was very, it was that surface level, which again, does not mean it's wrong. What you are doing right now is absolutely what you are meant to be doing right now. But the question to ask is how do I grow from this? How do I reflect deeper? How do I unpack more? How do I pull back another layer of the onion, so to speak? And so I have some things that have popped up over this last week and I want to kind of walk through with you how, you know, what process I use for reflection. All right. And so because I think even to get started, it's just that it's a process, right? Like so many things, reflecting is not a checklist on a to-do list. However, it is something that I find powerful and I find, you know, valuable to do every single day. I say the same thing when I train on relationships. They're not a checkbox. They're not, you know, oh, I did that today to 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 do the relationship. It's but it's something, it's a te- it's an action. It's a it's an intentional action that we take every single day. And I think sometimes again that's a little play on words, they're a little language swap, but it's so powerful. There are some things in our day that are checkboxes, but there are other things that we do daily. But I don't want, I want to kind of steer you away from thinking it's a it's an action item to do. And instead, let's live into it's a standard that we live by. Because see, if it's a standard we live by, it's a non-negotiable, which means I do it every day because it is what is best for my best self. The best version of Lindsay as an educator, as a person, as a mom, as a wife, when I live into my standards, when I live into these values that I have set forth they are what truly help me create the life that I want to live. And so as we're doing this reflection process, recognize it's a process. It is not you know, meant to be done in five minutes and then you call it a day. Now, I, I, I think what is, what's difficult with this is can you reflect in five minutes? Of course you can. However, this is what happens. You know, People will reach out to me and they'll say, 
Lindsay, how do I reflect? I want to start reflecting. What what process do I use? And it's the same, you know, I get the same type of uh, questions related to morning routine. I get the same type of uh, questions related to time management. And and my answer to this is you've got to figure out what works for you. And I know that such like the, the most like broad answer. However, if I tell you what I do and I say, go do that, you are starting to live in Shouldville because you are doing what works for me without having that consideration of how it's going to work for you. So I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but hopefully it is all making sense because I think it's important to remember that when we consume information, meaning you're hearing content from somebody else, that is somebody else's creation. But when you consume it, as you are doing right now, listening to this podcast, you now have the opportunity to go create action steps based on what you're consuming. And so as we're talking here on the power of reflection, or maybe you're creating a routine, you're working on your time management, whatever it might be, I want you to practice that process of consuming and then creating, consuming the information, consume the content, and then create a plan and a process to work for you. So, okay, so let's break this down for reflecting. And again, I don't have a script. I don't have a step one, do this, step two, do that. I used to, um, not for reflecting, but for a lot of things in my life, I wanted that, I wanted that checklist. I wanted the, the one to 10. I wanted every step along the way figured out for me. But <laughs> as I quickly learned, that doesn't exist. And, and honestly, I found that when it did exist, AKA I created it, it limited me more than it helped me to expand. And I think a lot of you listening, you know I am all about expansion. I am all about abundance. I am no longer living in a land of scarcity. I visit there from time to time, absolutely, but I very quickly can get myself out of it and reflection is one of those process, one of the process processes <laughs> that that helped me get there. So, it's so important that, you know, we're looking at Um, any process you're looking at and realizing it doesn't have to be perfect. Whatever you do is perfect for the moment. That's what perfection is. Perfection is doing what we know with what we have where we're at. We're always growing, right? We have that mindset of being better. And so being aiming to be better every single day is perfect because that's exactly what is meant for you to be growing. And when we are doing things we've never done before, such as maybe doing a morning routine, uh, working on time management, doing reflection, journaling, all of those things, you're not going to know what to do. Your brain is going to look for a way to connect to something in the past Well, when you've never done it before, you don't have anything to latch onto, which means our brain automatically tells us to dig in our heels and whoa, don't go there. But we're stronger than that. We get to stay in control. See, we don't have to give our power away to our, to this like subconscious mind thing that's going on, but we've got to be aware of it. So how is that for like a six minute tangent, right? But that's okay. It all relates to what we are talking about today. So here is here's what's going on. So I learned a long time ago to pay attention to physical cues on my body. I very quickly now, because of training I've done on the inner work, working with a coach, investing in myself, I now know when something is triggering me physically before I know mentally. It's crazy, and but it's so helpful now because here's what happened. I had a situation on Friday that I... Um, all weekend. So situation happens Friday. I'm going to explain it in a minute. 
all weekend I had this intense shoulder pain. So right from like the bottom of my neck through my shoulders. And I just, I couldn't figure out where it came from. You know, I was using the heating pad. I was, I was massaging. I was doing all the things I knew to do. And then finally it dawned on me and I said, wait, wait a second. This is a physical like pain cue. Like what is going on? And so I thought about it and I went back and the reflecting I did was I got out a sheet of paper and I wrote down everything that happened on Friday that I could remember. I literally pulled up my calendar from work and I just started writing down all the things that happened. And then it hit me. I had, I had read an email from a staff member and I jumped to a conclusion that was, I, I came to find out it was inaccurate. I made an assumption about somebody that was not in, in the person's best interest and certainly not in my best interest. And I think, again, at this subconscious level, I knew I had made that assumption. I knew I jumped to that conclusion, but consciously I wasn't aware of it. And so I'm, I'm figuring this out. I'm feeling this pain. I'm trying to figure out where the pain is coming from. And I figure this out. Well, then I had a decision to make, right? So now I've done this reflecting. And so the process, it, you know, in case you missed it, was I map everything out. My best advice for reflecting is get it out of your head. So, and that does not mean it has to be written. I've done some reflecting uh, just by doing like voice notes on my phone. Sometimes I just walk around my house talking out loud. Sometimes I reflect to an accountability partner, someone I trust that is neutral that I can just share because just speaking it out loud sometimes is all that it takes. Case in point, I, I was on a call yesterday with the with Mr. Jeff Gargas from the Teach Better team, and I had reached out. We were chatting because I was having, you know, just some moments with my business. I was thinking all the things. Literally in a half an hour conversation with him, I was like, oh, I, I guess it's not that big of a deal. But it took me getting out of my own head. It took me having a conversation with Jeff to say, Oh, I know what to do. I know what I'm doing. It's okay. And I wasn't looking for advice. I wasn't even really looking for validation. I just, I forgot to use my own advice in getting out of my head. I was stuck in my head. And so over the weekend, I realized this and now I have a decision to make. How am I going to move forward? I can continue to hold a grudge really against that staff and myself at this point because I knew I had messed up or I can have a conversation. So one, one of my best pieces of advice that I got in the last couple of years was instead of holding a grudge, hold a conversation. And I include uh, conclusions, assumptions, all of that within holding a grudge. So I went on Monday and I had that conversation. And I said two of the most powerful words that I believe you can say to anybody, and that is, I'm sorry. And the person looked at me and was like, for what? And because they had no idea. They had no idea that I had jumped to this conclusion, that I had made this assumption, that I had done anything. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it, I needed to say something. I needed for them to understand that I messed up. I made a mistake. And we had a conversation about it. It was not easy, but it was absolutely necessary. And we talked about it. And I, you know, was, was grateful that for her response and her ability to say, it's okay, we're in this together. Know that you can come to me at any point in time if you have those questions and, and we are good and we're more than good. We are more connected now than, I, than I'd say we were last week. And so part of the power of reflection is we have to be able and willing to be 
totally honest and genuine with ourselves. See, if I had just over the weekend said, I made an assumption, I'll do better next time, it's not good enough for me anymore because that doesn't mean I'm learning something new. And in order to grow and be better, I got to do something new. So what I want you to take away from this is one, get out of your head, right? So when we're reflecting, do something that involves action, write it down, talk it out, do something. But then also I want you to go deeper than you initially want to go. I want it to get messy. I want it to feel awkward. This is your life. No one else really is a part of this. So if you can't get, you know, messy with yourself, how are you ever going to be confident to be, to be unsure with somebody else? else. And guys, we're educators. We're going to be unsure of things all the time. Things are constantly changing in our field, which means we are constantly learning to adapt and grow. So if we aren't okay doing that for ourselves, we sure as heck are going to have a hard time doing it with our students. So I want you to get real. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to love what you see, but be honest and be open and honest when we mess up. It is absolutely okay to own our mistakes and to say, I'm sorry. And that can be to an adult, that can be to a student, that can be to your own child at home, and it can absolutely be to yourself. Because I am sorry are two huge words that are so powerful and are truly words that help us connect with one another as well as ourselves. So when you have found that you've made that mistake, when you found that you jumped to a conclusion, have the conversation, start with yourself, start by breaking it down, reflect what happened, where did that come from, what was going on, what are some things that you were maybe missed that you didn't pay attention to in the moment, and how moving forward are you going to do something different? And so for me, we had the conversation, we're, we're okay right now, but that's not going to stop me from jumping to another conclusion in the future. And I'm faking myself, I'm faking it if I say that, if I believe that to be true, if I'm never going to jump to a conclusion again. I'm human. I know that. But part of what I also found out when I was reflecting is that I didn't leave time to process that email that had been sent. And so in the moment, that tells me I need to become more aware of where my thoughts and intentionality are each and every moment so that next time I read an email and I jump to a conclusion, I right then and there can say, hold on a second, what am I missing? What clarifying information do I need to ask? What questions can I ask to learn more so that I'm not holding on to this, you know, this assumption or this, you know, grudge ultimately and how do I be, be an adult and have the conversation? And so all of this came from about a 20-minute reflection period that is so powerful because I now know what I did, but I also know steps I'm going to take in the future. And I think that's one of the things I see that we're often missing when it comes to reflection is we reflect on the past. We own and we understand it and we say what we're going to do, but now We've got to we got to make it happen. And so I want to encourage you to use um, some kind of visual, some kind of tool to remind you. So what I did is I took you guys know I love them. I took a post it. It is on my desk at work and it says when I am ready to jump to a conclusion, I will dot 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 slow down, remind myself where I'm at 
And, and then I wrote slow down again, because as you, you can probably tell, I'm usually doing more than one thing at once. It's something I'm working on, but I really just need that moment, that reminder to slow down. And guess what? What I made for myself is essentially a power card for when that situation happens again, I'm ready for it. I know what I'm going to do and I'm going to be more likely to do it because it's right where I'm checking my email. It is right on my computer. I can't miss it. And that tip works for students too. Oftentimes we will hear, you know, use social stories, use, you know, these big, you know, bigger tools, which can be effective, not saying they're not. However, if we want simple, I always say start simple and easy. Well, we all have either an index card or post-its. You can easily create one of these for yourself or your students in no time at all. So you write down when I'm frustrated, I can and you list out those strategies. If your student is able to, they can create their own. Because again, when they have choice and voice on what goes on it, they're more likely to do it. Just like, that's why I'm not gonna tell you, you know, when you are reflecting or when you are about to hold a grudge or make an assumption, do these things. Because I don't know that that's gonna work for you. You've gotta own into your personal power so that you can honor who you are in those challenging moments. Okay. All right. So there you have it for my kind of reflecting process. Hopefully that all made sense. But ultimately, if I had to break it down into three steps, you've got to get out of your head, get it out of your head and get it on paper or out loud in some way, shape or form. We got to think about what we did and what we can do better. What we did, what what worked, what didn't work. Really start asking those questions and get real, get real with yourself. And then three, set yourself up for success. Write down what you're going to do different next time and get that plastered somewhere you can see it in the most likely of areas that you are going to see it. All right. So that is my take. <laughs> that is my take on, on, on reflecting on kind of a situation that happened this week where I jumped to conclusions. And yes, we, I, I do it and I'm going to do it again, but I also know that I, I get to own who I am and I get to own those mistakes and mistakes do not make me a failure. Failing is very different from failure. And so, you know, I think it's really important that I honor and I celebrate those mistakes because in those mistakes, that means we are growing. And when I grow, I'm growing into that next level version of myself that I get to live into every day as I create this life that I am so proud to live every single day. So with that define you, I'm going to leave it there. And so I want to know what are you, it, when it comes to reflecting, what are, what, what challenges you? What do you find easy, but what challenges you? I would love for you to shout out uh, this episode on social media and let me know or send me a DM, send me an email because I really want to help. I want to help you find value in that power of reflection. Remember, it is a process. It is not something that is going to have steps one through 10, do this and you're good to go. But instead it's a process and I want to invite you to love and learn into this power of reflection because that is a huge part of where growth and transformation comes from. And so with that, everyone, we are going to end this week's episode. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. And as always, we will talk soon.